Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is FPL Focal. If you're listening to this on the Fantasy Football Scout page, please check out my own podcast on Apple Music, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Just search for FPL Focal. Welcome back for another video. In today's video, we're running through the Gameweek 4 team selection, transfer plans and the thoughts heading into this game week. If you missed the Gameweek 4 players to buy video, make sure you give that a watch too. A link will be on screen at the end. We just hit 100,000 subscribers, an unbelievable milestone for the channel. Thank you so much for the support. I love to make videos for you all and hopefully it shows in the content. Here's to many more milestones. A quick look back at how Gameweek 3 went. The gimmick started well with the decision to start Andreas over Nico Williams. The most popular question on the deadline stream was which one to start from Andreas, Nico, Patterson or Bailey. So a sigh of relief to get that one right. However, it was certainly one of those gimmicks full of surprises. Man City conceding three, Chelsea conceding three and Liverpool conceding two. In the team of the week, Bernardo Silva was the most expensive player at 6.8 mil. And he was actually one of six players in the team who have dropped in price since the start of the season. No cause for panic though, and still very early in the season. Just 15 points separates 1 mil and 100k. The difference between Salah and Jesus, captain in game week 2, was 35 points to give some perspective, and that's just one decision. Every game week is a combination of decisions, which players to bench, who to captain, who to buy and sell, etc. Game week 4 has some outstanding fixtures on paper, so don't panic wildcard unless absolutely necessary. The season is long and it's still early. So let's take a look at how the team's shaping up for game week 4 and what the plan is. Man City host Crystal Palace this game week. Newcastle targeted Walker effectively and they were able to exploit gaps in Pep's 2-3-5 formation in attack. This is something Pep will need to address as Zaha will no doubt give him a hard time down that flank. Happy with Edison's returns overall, particularly if he can keep a clean sheet this game week before an even better home fixture to Forest in game week 5. The back four is Trent Cancelo, James and Cucurea. Trent had a poor game against Man United, but that said, he is top among defenders for expected goal involvement. His 110 touches in the final third is one more than Cancelo and also the highest among defenders. Get to remain patient with Trent and back that the points will come. Bournemouth at home are a really good fixture for Liverpool, who will be looking to put on an encouraging display for the home fans. It's now seven games in a row that Liverpool have conceded first in. 
In hindsight, Kante and Kovacic's absence was perhaps enough to deter from Kukurea and opt for Gabriel or Saliba, who were in consideration as well. It may be another few weeks before Kante's return. However, in the meantime, the hope is that James is deployed in right wing back rather than right centre back, where he has so much threat and offers a lot more in my opinion. Kukurea took up some really good positions and he took two shots against Leeds and created two chances. Chelsea will be about Kula Bali against Leicester, which could pose a problem to their clean sheet hopes. Perhaps Kukurea even ends up in left centre-back and Chilwell left wing-back. Tough to predict what Tuchel will do, as he has a few options on the bench. The midfield is Salah Diaz, Martinelli and Bailey. Salah gets the armband for the Bournemouth game. Even in a poor Liverpool performance, he was on a score sheet and my gut feel is that Liverpool win this one comfortably. If you caught this week's Who to Buy video, we saw that Salah is top on the projections for this game week. Perhaps Liverpool's poor start to the season will be enough to deter some managers to captain elsewhere, but he's without a doubt the best option in my eyes. Among midfielders, Diaz has 0.78 expected goal involvement in total and has just one big chance and created one big chance. I'd like to see a bit more from him this game and beyond. The fixtures are certainly laid out for Liverpool's favours to turn imminently. Before game week one, we looked spoiled for choice with the 8 mil midfielders and it's really only Madison who's actually started well with returning all three games and he's the top scorer in the 8 mil bracket and even then he's the most expensive midfielder in the top 10 midfielders which underlines how unpredictable the mids have been. If he started with a midfield of Rodrigo Gross, Harrison, Erdegaard and Zaha, he'd be absolutely flying. However, I do expect the variance to average out. Martinelli's been a pleasant surprise, returns in all three games played, and Fulham's another eye-catching fixture at the Emirates. It feels like there's real shift among the fan base that well and truly behind Arteta and the players. Martinelli's also been taking corners, which does add to his appeal. Eight taken so far, and one direct free kick. Bailey rejoined the starting 11 in Game Week 3 after a Game Week 2 benching and he picked up a wonderful assist, so hopefully he did enough to start again. Villa's fixtures turned for the worst after Game Week 4, so this is likely the last time he's in the team. If there's any concerns that he doesn't start, then there is an alternative option. More on that shortly. Up top it's Jesus with the vice-captaincy in Haaland. As a result, the entire team are playing at home this game week, which is reassuring. The problem with Jesus is that with his record ownership, he's easily over 100% effective ownership whenever Arsenal have a good game, such as game week 4. As a result, a quiet game week for Jesus is actually better for your rank if he's not your captain. This is a lot to ask for a home game against Fulham though. Salah just needs to outscore him. After game week 6, the Champions League starts, which is when I can see a major opportunity to shake up the template. Pep said, quote, When we have games every three days, Erling will not play. I will play Alvarez. Perhaps a chance to make a play for Son or Kane and hop off Ireland. Too early to say right now, as the template is so strong and there's little justification to move off it. Onto the bench and transfers, and if you have enjoyed the content, consider subscribing. There's weekly content all season on the channel, and we're closing in on 100k subscribers, just a few hundred short. On the bench, it's Ward Andreas, Nico Williams and Archer. If you're running with the ward and Iverson double up, it looks worth the upgrade from Iverson to a 4.5 mil keeper, such as Sanchez or Raya. Even at 4 mil, ward isn't justifying the price tag. For the time being, his position in your team should be backup keeper, not starter. That said, it's a luxury transfer and only worth it if the rest of your team's in good shape. There's 0.5 mil in the bank, so the plan this week is to roll the transfer. If Bailey is a doubt to start, then the alternative option is Nico Williams to dunk. 4.5 mil is a great price for an informed defence with great fixtures. The preference is to roll though. Opting for Kane over Haaland back in Game Week 1 had a knock-on effect which put the team on the back foot. A roll transfer would finally put the team back on the front foot and able to play more aggressive transfers if needed. Let me know in the comments how your Game Week 3 went and what your plans are for Game Week 4. Thanks again for all the support, I'm grateful to every subscriber and I look forward to hitting more milestones together and more importantly continuing to provide content that you want to watch every game week. See you soon for the next one.